Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 82 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing how I use journaling in my mindfulness practice, the brain science behind it, including what your reticular activation system has to do with it, and how you can start to shift your perspective every day by writing three things down. So for me, journaling came about in March of 2018 when I was gifted a journal from my dear friend, Nicole. Hey girl. (laughs) And this simple act of writing down what I'm grateful for each morning has truly changed my life. And in preparing the notes for today's episode, I actually dug out that journal because I save them all, of course. And anyone who journals, like, you know, you probably save all your journals too. And I just wanted to see, you know, what was my mindset at this time? What was I focusing on? Who was I? Because I'm not that same person anymore. And honestly, I think a lot of that has to do with the deliberate practice of being mindful of journaling and some of the things I'm going to share with you today. Because mindfulness can take on many different forms. And I talked about this last week with the six steps to building sustainable strength. Gratitude and journaling are one of the ways that you can also practice mindfulness. It doesn't just mean that you have to sit down and meditate for 45 minutes a day or it doesn't count. There's a lot of simple ways you can practice mindfulness and being more present throughout your day. And for me, journaling has just been an easy way to do that. And like most things, when you're getting started, it can be super overwhelming. Do I do a bullet journal? What is a gratitude journal? Do I need to buy a special pen? Like there's all these different things that you can be thinking about. But most importantly is figuring out what the best mix is for you that you're actually going to stick with. So today I'm sharing what my journaling process has evolved from and the basic elements that I always keep uh, within my journaling practice now. But before we dive into today's episode, I got a question for you. Uh, Do you want to win a pair of balls, a gratitude journal, and a sleep mask so that you can have your best sleep ever? Because if that answer is yes, and it should be, like I'm literally giving away a pair of balls, a gratitude journal, and a sleep mask. It's a sweet, sweet, sweet package. All I ask of you is this. I want to get to 100 podcast reviews on the Apple podcast iTunes. I'm not even sure what it's called, but I want 100 reviews before the end of the year. And we are more than halfway there. So if you could just like hit pause, take 90 seconds to head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave a short note about your favorite episode or why you love the show, and then take a screenshot of it. Email it to me, hello at aewellness.com. Easy peasy, it's in the description. And you'll be entered to win the prize pack. So you can keep this for yourself or you can give it away during the holidays. 
And to make it as easy as possible, you can just go to aewellness.com slash review, and that will take you directly to the show's page in iTunes. And I'm excited to hear what you think. I'm also excited to uh, give away this awesome gift pack. So... I guess we will finish when we get to 100 um, or the end of the year, whichever comes first. And I know that there are thousands of you that listen to this show. So, I mean, just come on, two minutes, please. I appreciate you. Okay, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And now on with the show. So mindfulness in itself is often overlooked. We are so focused on fixing the body and tweaking this and changing that and stretching more and working out more, but we forget to slow down. We forget to rest, which is the most important thing. And I've talked on this show before about napping and sleeping and all of the things that I love to do. But think of mindfulness as an opportunity to take like a mini a mini vacation in your day. And to be honest, that was part of the journaling practice and what it helped me to reflect on is that after I led my first retreat, I came home and I was so relaxed. And I wanted to keep that same sense of like vacation, (laughs) you know, like, you know how you feel after a vacation. And it's something that happens like on a soul level. It's beyond physical. It's beyond physiological. Like I was rested, deeply, deeply rested all the way down into my soul. And I wanted to be that way all the time. I wanted to not have to wait until I was super duper burnt out to then take a vacation. And mind you, this wasn't even a vacation. I was working a retreat and it still helped me relax. I was so tightly wound. But I wanted to have that same sense of stress relief and same sense of quietude and same sense of calm that I had on retreat in my day to day. And so mindfulness is a way to take that momentary break and just have you know, even if it's just like a pinch of vacation vibes throughout my day, that on a regular basis is a lot better than just driving yourself into the ground and then taking a vacation and trying to pick it all back up. But it's hard to rest, right? Be honest with yourself. Do you feel guilty when you take a break? Do you feel guilty when you rest? Because I know I do. So having a mindfulness practice and really cultivating this habit of mindfulness can really anchor you into slowing down and into the habit of slowing down. Um, Also of reflecting. Like I said, I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, like just a cute little baby business owner back then. And look at all the things that have changed. But it's not just this reflection. If you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to look back. (laughs) Like, no, no. It can also shift your brain chemistry. So there is science behind this as well. I promise you, I promise you, and I'll share it with you. So you know how when you notice something for the first time, I know when I got my car, I started seeing the car that I have everywhere. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, everybody has a gray CRV. Like they are everywhere. So it's actually, it happens in your brain because of something called the reticular activation system. And so your brain, brain, when you become aware of something, your brain starts noticing that thing as often as possible, right? There's a lot of like begets more like within your brain chemistry and just how the brain works. And so just like when we think of a car and then we start seeing it everywhere, gratitude works in the same way. By shifting your focus to the positive, you'll start to experience and remember more positive things. 
And if you're like, wait a minute, come on. So the gratitude journal that I started with had a morning and evening practice. So in the morning, you write down three things you're grateful for. And at the end of the day, three awesome things that happen. Seems simple enough, right? And I actually shifted my day. Like I started paying attention to things in a different way throughout my day because I wanted to be sure I had something to write at the end of the day. And so if you know you are the type of person who like you go all in and you are going to do the thing, gratitude is a fantastic way to cultivate a more positive mindset. And when your energy shifts into more positivity and looking for the good things, you will experience and have more good things come your way. Like think of Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh, right? Eeyore is always sad and like things are happening to him because he's just always a bummer. And maybe you have someone in your life or you've known in the past who's like always a bummer and then bad things are always happening to them. Your energy and the way you show up in your day, if you swing your feet off the edge of your bed and you say, today is gonna be a great day, it probably is. And even if something bad happens or something you weren't expecting or you know something unex- like terrible happens, because you started the day saying, today's gonna be a good day, even when it's not, you still have that element of gratitude and positivity already baked in to your brain and your entire day. So hear me out. Practicing gratitude, it improves your physical health. A 2012 study found that grateful people experienced fewer aches and pains because they were more likely to exercise and take care of the health. I mean, that right there, sign me up. I'm totally sold. Um, It also helps to improve your psychological health. There have been multiple studies finding links between gratitude and well-being, which kind of proves that gratitude effectively increases your happiness, which can in turn help to reduce depression. And it's not about being a fake Pollyanna person of just like everything's, you know, everything's daisies all the time. Like it's not that at all. I make a deliberate choice every single day to choose to see the positive, to choose to be grateful even when things aren't going my way, when I would love to control them. Um, It's all coming out now. I'm sorry. It's all coming out. But that deliberate choice to be positive allows me to experience every day in a different way. I try to go on a walk with my husband and my dog at the end of the day, sometime between 5 and 6.30. And I can't even describe to you, maybe you've had this experience too, where you look up and you see the sunset and it just is the most beautiful sunset that you have ever seen in your entire life. And you are overcome with emotion because, oh my goodness, like how lucky are we to see this sunset in this moment today? And I hope you're picturing that perfect sunset that maybe you've seen. That never happened to me before when I wasn't practicing gratitude. And because I have a habit of positivity, of being grateful, of looking for things to be grateful for, more good things keep happening. You don't notice the beautiful sunset when you're still like just storming about about how that person cut you off on the freeway. It's hard to have both of them. Gratitude also helps to improve your sleep. There was a study published in Applied Psychology, Health and Wellbeing in 2011 that found that writing in a gratitude journal truly actually improves your sleep. It helps to just get things out of your head onto the paper so that you can rest more peacefully at night. And it can also help to improve your self-esteem. 
whether you're writing down goals or dreams of places you want to go and things you want to do, maybe you're flipping back and being able to see what you've done and how far you've come. And that's been a huge, huge, huge piece of my growth as a human, as a wife, as a business owner. I really got my first like taste of gratitude and planning when I got my first passion planner. The same year that I launched AE Wellness, I planned a wedding and I was working part-time for a fitness company. And so that planner, and I still have it too, it's fun to flip back and see what I was working on, but also what I was trying to create. And some of the things I created in that first planner are still things that some of you have enjoyed today, like the Jaw Pain Self-Care Guide um, or some of the YouTube videos I've created so it's really cool for me to be able to flip back and be like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. That's so super cool. And while I have used the planner for many, many, many years, the practice of a gratitude journal in the mornings is really like the next level that really leveled all of these things up. So another benefit of gratitude is better mental strength. And like I've already talked about, the practice of gratitude allows you to recognize all that you have to be thankful for, even during the worst times. It helps to foster resilience. And I, again, I don't want you to come away from this thinking that like, <laughs> like Pollyanna is just the thing I keep thinking about. I make a deliberate choice every day to see the positive and to express gratitude. That does not mean that I don't have times or days where I want to say screw it all and do nothing. And I allow myself to do that too. Gratitude doesn't replace being a human. It doesn't mean that you are ignoring real human emotions. It helps you to become more present in any given moment. And that in itself is a super, super valuable skill that nobody else can fast track for you. There's no pill that puts you right in the present moment. But being present in this moment in your body helps you to better listen to your body's whispers. It helps you to be more proactive because you're paying attention. Instead of just mindlessly going through your day, you say, okay, why is this not working? And what can I do instead? Or what am I feeling right now? Am I just like super cranky? Or is it because my back is kind of tight and maybe I can go do some mobilizations and activations later? Whatever it is, gratitude helps to put you also into a more receptive energy so that you can then be a better problem solver. It also helps you to create connections between people, between people you live with, between family members. And if there's anything that 2020 has taught us is that problem solving and thinking of how to get something done in a novel and new way, like that is for sure been a huge lesson for me for 2020. And so being grateful, being more receptive, being open to possibility would not have been possible for me had I not had this gratitude practice already under my belt. So if now you're like, okay, yeah, I hear you. Um, and maybe you have tried to start a gratitude practice or a journaling practice in the past and you kind of fell off the wagon. So hopefully these tips are going to help you get back on the wagon, stay there, or maybe even jumpstart your journaling and gratitude practice for the first time. Now I talk about the two as if they are almost the same because for me, they really are. But where I started was with the most simple thing that I could do. And that is 
gratitude. So it's so easy. You just write down like three things that you're grateful for. It literally takes less than five minutes. And this super simple practice, it just, like I've said, it shifts the way your brain thinks about your day. So the first few days, let me just say this. The first few days of gratitude are super easy. You're like, oh, I'm so grateful for my cat. And I'm so grateful for this beautiful day. And I'm so grateful that I have clean water. And that's great. Those are all awesome things to be grateful for. But on, I'm what, on year three, year two, like a couple years in, I'm not writing that I'm grateful for clean water every day, although I still am grateful. Sometimes you run out of stuff. Sometimes you feel like it's getting kind of repetitive. So one thing you can do is think of something from yesterday and write that down. What's something that happened yesterday that you're really grateful for? What's something that's happening today Maybe it already happened or it's going to be happening that you're grateful for. And right now, something in your eyesight, something you can hear, something you can see, something you can feel or smell, what are you grateful for? So still, even to this day, a lot of the time I write down, I'm grateful for cuddles with Mr. Kitty because I am so much that I can sit down and know like we, he has a morning routine where he comes over and he lays down and he meows at me and I pet him. And like, that's our thing that we do. And I'm so grateful to have that moment of pause. Oftentimes I write down something that my husband and I laughed about, like something ridiculous or that we talked about on a walk. And I'm just thinking of some of these things that I cannot share with you. (laughs) And oftentimes what I write down are things that I'm hoping will happen. So these don't have to just be tangible things that have already happened or you're like, I'm really grateful to finish work today, you know, or maybe it's, I'm really grateful for all the new members that I get to welcome into Movement Mavens, even though I don't know who they are and I don't even know if they're going to show up. I'm still grateful for them, whoever they may be. So you can really start to get creative. You can really expand your, your list. And again, it's only three things three things. I'm sure you can think of three things right now that you're grateful for. And if already three things, you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Three things. It seems like a lot. Then just write down one thing. Like that also counts. Just write down one thing that you're grateful for. Okay. So here's how you do it. Like get yourself a journal or a piece of paper. Um, I would recommend like a bound notebook. You can get them literally anywhere. I love to get mine at Target because they have cute covers um, and I have them all over. But it leave your journal out like this designated thing that you have decided that you are going to use as a gratitude journal. Leave it out. Leave it out where you can see it. Make sure it has a pen with it so that there's literally no friction between you and doing the thing. I initially left mine on my bedside table and so I could see it every day. And so first thing in the morning, I'd literally roll over, sit up, write down the gratitude journal, sort of not off while I was doing it, but I still did it. And then at the end of the night, right before my head hit the pillow, the same thing. So put it in a place where you will always see it and then you will act upon it. Because if you don't have that trigger of seeing the thing, trust me, you're not gonna do it. You're just not gonna do it. So my morning routine now is I get up, I go pee, go into the kitchen, drink a glass of water. Then I start making my tea. Um, while my tea is brewing, we're doing a, a jasmine green tea right now. Bought it off Amazon, so I'll be drinking it probably until mid next year because there's so much, so much tea. It's like pounds of tea. Uh, while my tea is brewing, I either just stand there and just stare out the window. To be honest, like 
we don't have to pack something into every single second. Um, and I say this too, coming from a place of, I realize the privilege of not having kids. And I've also made a conscious effort to get up earlier. Like that's important to me. This is actually one of the funny things I saw in my journal, the gratitude journal from 2018, every single day. It's like, what do you want to do tomorrow to make tomorrow a great day? And I was like, get up before seven (laughs) because I kept sleeping. Um, And so I just decided I want to get up earlier. That's what I want to do. I was getting up at 530 for some time. I've shared that on here as well. Now I'm getting up a little bit after six, but I choose to get up earlier so I have time to do the things that are going to put my day in the right energy that I want to. So it's a choice that I've made, which allows me to stand there and stare out the window um, while my tea is brewing for four minutes. So then I go sit down, Mr. Kitty comes over, pet him while I write down the 10 dreams that I'm working with right now. And this is a practice that I got from Rachel Hollis. And regardless of how you feel about Rachel Hollis, I think it's really cool to write down 10 dreams that you have right now. And these dreams are things that are close, um, you know, like, oh, I want to be a calm and patient daughter. Um, I want to, and also like far away, I want to be able to do three pull-ups, right? And there's also, I want to be a New York Times bestseller. So they can be all over the place as far as the dreams that I'm writing down. Then I also write down things that I'm grateful for. And to me, even just getting one thing on the list, I know I said three, but if you get one thing, that's a win. Because the habit isn't how many things you write. The habit is that you wrote it or at least for me, that's a habit I've designed. So if I get one thing, sweet. If I get five things, great. If I write down 10, awesome. But the most important thing is that I wrote something down on my gratitude list. And more recently, I would say three journals ago, um, I started long form journaling. And this has been really, really, really helpful as well. So long form journaling. And when I say long form, I mean, literally one page. That's all that I do. Because again, I wanted to have it be easy enough that I could do it all the time. The habit isn't how long the pages are, how many pages I write. The habit is just that I did it. And so sometimes it's half a page and that's okay. But writing free form, and typically I'm answering a question like, why do I feel so pressed for time? Why do I feel so tired all the time? Why do I feel so frustrated? Why am I so sad? Like, whatever it might be, just start with why do I feel so, and then start writing. And truly this practice with the gratitude practice, like this was the next level. I didn't set out and writing down 10 dreams and writing down a gratitude list and journaling, you know, a full page. That's not where I started. I started with a gratitude list and it's evolved since then. But this long form journaling has really, really been helpful towards problem solving around my business, around my personal life. It's helped me process grief. It's just been an invaluable tool, which seems that it's so simple. I put a pen to a piece of paper and I just write and I write and I write and that's it. And that's it. Now, I also don't do this seven days a week. And if you're like, wait, what? I know I bent all of the rules. But when I first started, I was super, super consistent. I did not miss a day. But that is super important when you're developing the habit. It has to be so easy that you can do it every day. And for me, writing down three things at the beginning of the day and three things at the end of the day was easy enough that I could do it. 
And that's how I establish the habit. But now that the habit is established, I know that I can skip the weekends or I can skip Saturday morning and I'm not going to stop because the habit is so ingrained in what I do. So if you are like me, where you're all or nothing, I would recommend starting off by writing every single day and start with one thing. And then once that feels really comfortable, start with, you know, three things and just build it up from there. But don't try to go all in because you're going to fall like off the wagon. That's just what happens. And like I said, gratitude is now something that's just, it's a part of my day. I write it in my planner. My husband and I are in the practice of sharing, you know, things we're grateful for. I'll ask him while we're making dinner. It's just, it's a part of who I am now. And it's been so helpful to making truly like my dreams come true. Not to be cliche, but I never, ever, ever want to take for granted the fact that I get to wake up every day and do what I not only want to do, but the thing that brings me the most joy in this world, which is helping to inspire you to be more curious about your body and have the tools and feel empowered to do something about it. So I'm grateful for you. That's absolutely for sure. Now, the timing of when you do your journaling doesn't really matter. I prefer morning because there's nothing that's going to get in the way. Um, It's also easier with willpower in the mornings. Um, And like I said, if you need more time, get up earlier, 10 minutes. Like you don't need a lot of time to do this. And the end of the day, it usually gets away from you. So I don't do an evening gratitude practice any longer um, because I was just skipping it so much and it felt more of like a chore and I wanted it to be this expansive creative space that allowed me to pause and be present and it wasn't really doing that anymore. So try it out. The most important thing is to find out what works for you. And if you're already saying, okay, well, I have an app on my phone or I write this in my notes app, I really, really encourage you to actually write this down. It's going to slow you down. It's going to allow you to think about stuff and it's going to allow you to be creative. Like I've said multiple times, sometimes I just sit there and I stare and I think about things and I come up with ideas for, you know, new episodes or conversations I want to have or um, social media posts I want to do. Like a lot of creativity for me happens in the morning. And you don't need to worry if it's legible. You don't need to worry about your spelling. Like just write it out. And again, then you have a tangible thing that you can flip back through and see how far you've come. You can see that that thing you're worrying about probably doesn't matter that much anymore. You can see the things you're celebrating. Again, March 7th, 2018, when I started my gratitude journaling, like a week or two later, maybe it was in April of that month, I went to Disneyland and I was talking about it in my gratitude journal for like three or four days before and like three or four days after. I really, really love and miss Disneyland so much, y'all. So that's fun because even just seeing Disneyland on the page, I was like, oh yeah, that was really fun. And then also funny moments and just stuff that we were laughing at and just ridiculous things. It helps me to remember them. I typically, I don't have a great memory because I am trying to be so super present in the moment. And so I know that when I capture it and I've written it down, it lives somewhere for posterity's sake. And if I want to go and find it, I can do that. So a word of advice after all of the things I've shared, you got to keep this simple. So start with one thing you're grateful for, write it down in the morning, like that's it, just one thing. Put your journal out, put your pen out, make it as easy as possible for you to put that pen to the paper and write down one thing that you're grateful for. And then 
build from there. Try to start with at least 30 days consecutive of the habit. If you fall off the wagon, just start again. It's totally fine. You'll probably stop and start a few times and that's completely okay. But I promise you, if you pick up your journal instead of your phone the first thing tomorrow morning, it's going to be a very, very different day. So give it a try. And keep me posted. Let me know if you're already journaling, if you are thinking about journaling, if you're going to get journaling started, like whatever your journaling is like now, I want to hear about it. So you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Hala Formala, or you can leave a voicemail on the Body Nerd hotline at 818-396-6501. And before I go, I want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and all things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And you, my friend, I am so grateful for you for taking the time to listen today. Honestly, I truly, truly, deeply appreciate you and taking the time to listen. Like, literally, I do this for you. So thank you. I hope you got some fun movement in as you were moving, or maybe you got some uh, movement planned later in the day. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, I've already asked you to leave a review. Come on, let's get to a hundred reviews before the end of the year. Please, please, please. Or just share it with somebody who needs to hear this today. Share it with your person, share it with your parent, share it with your friend. Just share it with someone who is going to be your gratitude dream journal buddy. So Here's to asking better questions, moving more, being more grateful, and getting nerdy. Thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.